It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb, Johnny, and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss their various thoughts on music, Illumination Studios, and introduce the video game movie Randomizer. everybody the bar tonight's uh i guess meal of the night is chicken broth because somebody had too much of it wow <laughs> why not what an opening i'm hooked uh caleb i gotta ask you sir what did you think you know, you're gonna have to think for a bit what did you think of the album saint anger oh god i listened to that forever ago i know um <laughs> isaac you fucker <laughs> yeah i don't even i don't even really i remember it being pretty pretty weak um, I didn't like the overall sound of it. Sound a little too uh, maybe artificial. It, it's been forever though. It's how was it? How long ago was that? Uh, well, when we did the happening October. No, the happening uh, whatever it was. The happening commentary last year. We haven't. You you wrote it down in a Facebook post. I know that. Not post Facebook message. So you could go back and look like through you and Johnny and I, if I was there. Yeah, I don't remember if that's still. That group still exists. I think it should, if you and him still are a thing. If you both of you are still on Facebook, then, like, it should still come up. Oh, there we go. June. Wow. Yikes. So you want us to bitch about saying anger, Isaac? Is that your plan? Yeah. Is that what... Oh, no, you know, it's just a follow-up to that, because I was like, you know, I was a, that was a speakeasy idea. I was like, I want to, nobody really has heard the follow-up to that commentary, so I'm just like, Caleb, because he said he was going to listen to it, so I was like, Caleb, what did you think of St. Anger? Oh, I said it was an absolute career low. <laughs> I liked two songs, and neither were great songs, but everything else ranged from fairly bad to downright embarrassing. They gave eight and a half minutes to Invisible Kid, with a question mark and an exclamation point. Wildly self-indulgent pap. <laughs> I don't even remember this song at all. That's totally fine. The lyrics throughout felt like they were written by a 13-year-old boy going through some angsty teenage depression. In fact, they should have called the album St. Angster. Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> uh, not to mention some weird production slash vocalization choices throughout. Boy, oh, boy. Sad to see a great band release something like this. So, <laughs> there you go. Thank you, sir. That's that's all I wanted to hear from you. Any, any response, Johnny? Well, you know, it's, it's almost kind of hard to comment on an album like St. Anger because it's been... It's been done to death. Like it's the, the hate this album has received is not only astronomical, but it's it's a it's it's such a well-known joke among a genre that's not even in the fucking mainstream. You walk into any concert and you say Saint Anger and you just you just hear the collective eye rolls. You don't even see them. 
It's like it's just it's so it's so hard to bring a fresh perspective to this record. They've all been fucking they've all been fucking said at this point. The only thing I can maybe add is that is that I mean I, I do agree. Overly long, lack of guitar solos, terrible drum sound, uh, terrible guitar tone. Although the reasoning for that, from what I've heard, is that they were trying to get back to their kind of early days and release a more raw album. The problem is they seem to have forgotten how to do that. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will say about St. Anger that, that I don't think is said often enough is that it is the only album Metallica could have made at that time. Because, like, say what you want about the Some Kind of Monster movie, Therapy Sessions. I don't know if you guys heard about if you guys have seen that yet or anything about that. But, um, nope. so yeah, basically Metallica were on the brink of, like, either breakup or a ton of members leaving. Jason Newstead, the bass player, ended up leaving at the, at the conclusion of that. Um, but essentially, they, they, they were having a lot of issues with each other as well as their band dynamic. And so they actually hired a counselor while they were recording the record. And they had some, and they had a bunch of group therapy sessions regarding it, and then oh, wow. and then the album that resulted was Saint Anger, and so it was a first, it was it was big because they kind of flew by the seat of their pants rather than kind of planning like you know they let every band member write the lyrics which is why there's such a different tone, and I and it was it was more catharsis than it was actual like you know planning it the fuck out versus like 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 you you listen to a record like. Master of Puppets and Injustice for All, especially Injustice for All, and you know everything on that record was deliberate. Everything was done for a reason, be it good or bad. Everything was, it, it had that kind of, it felt like it was planned out for ages. St. Anger just feels, feels kind of impulsive, which, and I think that's the hardest part about, about that record is it's, it's timing, it's sound, it's, it's delivery, it's approach does away with some genuine honesty like you like you hear while Hetfield arguably doesn't sound as good as he usually does or like I think yeah I agree with you Caleb it is his career low vocally he definitely puts more into some songs perhaps a bit more personally than he would than he would otherwise like on Frantic I think he sounds really good on the choruses all within my hands at the very end where he's screaming kill and he gets to the point where he just kind of means oh. it I mean like it's it's kind of over the top but it's it sounds a part of me really thinks it sounds genuine. And I think I think there is a lot of genuine emotion to the lyrics and to the delivery of Saint Anger. The problem is it's just mashed by so much of just um improperly placed or improperly mixed or improperly delivered. And it's kind of a shame to see that kind of that kind of emotion. Like like you, like if there's one thing you, that anyone can get listening to that album or one track from that fucking album right away, it's it's confused. And that's who Metallica were at that time. So on that level, while St. Anger is not necessarily a good album by any stretch of imagination, it's still the one they had to make, and it's still a statement. And it and it helped Metallica write Death Magnetic five years later, which, I mean, five years to write to write a decent, I guess, album is a bit much still, but mm-hmm. we still did get hardwired to self-destruct. At least the first disc of it was pretty fucking solid and, spin, and spit out the bones of best Metallica have sounded since, since End Justice for All, I would even say. So... On that level, I don't hate it. It's the album that had to happen. Yeah, and I guess that does explain why it was so, why it felt so self-indulgent in so many parts. Is yeah, they were all really, you know, taking their shot at it. So mm-hmm. probably being less like, oh no, that's not going to work. Like, let's kind of cut this a little bit. They're all kind of like, let's just all let it hang out. I guess makes sense. 
and there were some decent ideas on there. Like, you know, if you, if you just look at the core basis of ideas and the dynamics, there was some stuff that was really new for Metallica. The problem was the production was so so raw and they weren't, they weren't executed very well. Yeah, I even remember feeling like the production felt like over, like, it felt like it was like way over edited in my opinion. Maybe not edited, but like, um, like they just, it wasn't raw enough. Like they spent way too much time. But again, it's been, I looked at that message, it was in May of last year, so it's been quite a long time. <laughs> it's random that you brought this up, Isaac. They're so long. You know what's funny is that, um, and Lars actually talks about this with the producer Bob Rock in the documentary. He said it would normally, it would normally take them in like the span of three months that they had a drum sound. So that's how meticulous they were for the black album for Load and Reload. Whereas Saint Anger, it almost seems like a move in the other direction. It almost seems overproduced to be raw. Like like if you don't mm. like if you if you ever listen to those like True Cult or low, or like pretentious black metal albums where they intentionally make them sound like shit. <laughs> because 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 it's hardcore, or it's it's how you do it, or whatever. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a band that's like that. They do a thing where like, um, I think they like capitalize every other letter in like their name of their band and every other song or every song that they do, oh, and God. they have that problem where it feels like wildly pretentious. And uh, I wish I could remember what they were called. Uh, was that one that Jada Pinkett Smith had? No, not Jada. Sorry, uh, Willow Smith. Her and the uh, that other guy. Oh yeah, um, you were telling me about that, and I listened to it, and I was like, "That's okay. That's an okay album." And you were just like, "This is overproduced." Oh yeah, the album was terrible, but they had a good live version of the, their song that yeah I sent to you guys. Yeah, what was that one called? Hmm. Oh, "Meet Me at Our Spot," I think it was called. Yeah, what's their band name though? Uh, the Anxiety. I just looked it up. The wow. Anxiety. Fair enough. Yeah, their album was really bad, but the, the that live version of that song was was quite good. I thought I thought it was okay. It sounds like every I'm not going to say it sounds like every other, but it's it doesn't okay, it doesn't sound like every other album out there uh or current pop album out there. I just think it sounds okay for what it is. Yeah, that's fair. And I I I heard some things that were acute to my I just went into it knowing that like any kid who nowadays thinks that they're in the pop charts and they're going to do like, Oh, I'm going to go back to the roots of pop or something like that. I'm going to like use real instruments. I'm like, you're not going to do that. Like you, <laughs> if you, if you knew anything about like doing, going like cla- like using classic instruments, uh, classic rock instruments, whatever, whatever be it, uh, you would be in the alternative scene, but you're in the popular scene. You're going to have to make a beat that's like popular and, and people are going to like. And people well, don't like rock anymore. Well, to be fair, I don't think that band was really aiming for like mainstream success. I think Willow Smith. No, that's fair. I'm just I'm just saying this to like anybody who thinks that like you hear a guitar solo in like a pop song, like it's just it's you'll you'll hear it few and far between, and it's not like a I can't say it's not a real guitar solo, but it's it's one that's like either done by committee or. Just like, oh, let's just randomly throw it in there without any other forethought, like after the fact, when, when, when the rest of the song has already been produced. Wow. What is it? I'd say, I'd, yeah, I'd say the only album that intentionally probably had stuff like that, I gotta find it because I forget what it was called. Uh, it was the one that Halsey released last year. Uh, they had um, Nine Inch Nails produce it, which was insane. Hmm. Okay. 
Okay. So I'm just like, all right, that right there is deliberate, and I'm already... And I listened to it, and it was phenomenal. It was, like, one of the best albums. Like, one of the best pop... If I can't have love, I want power. Um, that album is one of the best albums, popular albums, excuse me, from last year. It's not probably my favorite one, but it's certainly one that I will listen to again, and I had a heck of a time, and I enjoyed that one fully. Like, that was such a good album last year, I'll say that, but it wasn't like... I, I don't know, man, like... Oh, what was it? There were so many albums last year that were so. Oh, the Off Season was great. Typhoons was amazing. Hidden Gems by the Blue Stones. Those was great. And then Medicine at Midnight. That was like one of my. That could have been album of the year for me. Medicine at Midnight by, by, by Linkin Park? No, no, no. Medicine at Midnight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Medicine okay. at Midnight is the brand new, or was was the Foo Fighters uh, album from last year. Such a. Oh, okay, okay. Such a good album, man. That was. Oh. Man, Dave Grohl just has it, man, for me. Like he, uh, he probably won my personal album of the year. Is it was between either him or J. Cole. Like those two, those two albums, man. They were like neck and neck. But even, I don't know who it won, who won last year. Wait, when did Arc Spires one came out? Was that twenty two this year? Then no, that was the same year. Oh dang, that was a good year for music. That's all I'm gonna say. Such a good year for music. You know what? It was actually. Oh yeah, Higher Power came out. I still haven't listened to that yet, but like, oh, Higher Power came out uh, by Coldplay. That was probably good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Golden Mouth of Ruin. There's a new Coldplay record? Yeah. The fuck? Oh wait, no. What did I say? Uh, Coldplay, Higher Power? Oh, that's probably one that... Oops. No, Music of the Spheres. Oh. It's called... Oh no, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah. Music of the Spheres. Music of the Spheres. No, Higher Power is the name of a song. Whoops, i got to get rid of that. Um, uh, is that on Cold? Yeah, that, that's on that album. Why the fuck are there, are there emojis in the, in the song titles? I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. I'm just like, let's see where fuck this goes. Chris Martin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Chapstick was an amazing song last year. I don't hate you, Chris Martin, but fuck off, Chris Martin. <laughs> Chris Martin. Uh, let's see. Are you still there, Caleb? Uh, yeah, you're still there. Uh, uh, yes. I guess yeah. to answer your question, I don't know. I just it was one of the subjects that I wanted to bring up with you while Johnny was here, uh, just because it was it was uh, uh, what, what, what is it? it was a follow up to that you know closed discussion from last year. I had to bring it up, so thank you for answering. Uh, you know what you thought of saying anger and yeah, here's to Metallica making its next album, whenever that is. Good point. Whenever that is. When was their last album? 2016. Thank you. Are they still like active as a band, like touring, even if they don't have oh, an yeah. album? Or oh, okay. Oh yeah, dude. Metallica has always been active as a band. Mm. Like the other B and touring. Lots of touring. Not a lot of releasing. A lot of touring. Well, I mean, with the whole Saint Anger, you know, them having some problems. Who knows? All these years later. That was 2001. Or whenever it was. <laughs> hey. My lifestyle determines my lifestyle. My lifestyle. Hey, it's been a decade. You know, problems crop up. They take they take a while for them to, to really... Uh... A decade. More like two decades. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess it is two decades. <laughs> oh, yeah. Johnny. Holy shit. Yeah, Johnny. What did you think of... Uh, what, what, what sound did the drums make in that album? Hmm. The sound of me um, grabbing a cast iron frying pan, and then running onto the Portman Bridge to find that dead pigeon and beating said said frying pan with that dead pigeon. That is surprisingly descriptive. I know exactly. Oh god, I, I, Caleb. If I may ask, since we're on music, what was your um, I, maybe this is stupid. This is like too broad or whatever. What was your like air quotes album of the year? Like, what was like? 
of, of all the albums that were released in 2021 so not like one that you found from like 1970 or 2001 uh what would you say from the year 2021 what was your favorite album that year um i'm not sure if i really listened to really any new albums from last year i mean i guess the one i probably played the most was bell but i think that came out this year well the english dub probably came out this year of that at least on title they're saying it was like this year but it was mostly the english edition and i can't find any japanese edition on here which is kind of stupid but that's just me yeah my life's been so consumed by editing these days i just haven't had as much time for music so sad <laughs> it is unfortunate I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly are um i guess yeah johnny what do you think you're like of 2021 what was your album of the year I'm I'm trying to like find a list of things that got released. Oh, yeah. Delta Cream was also great last year because I I genuinely can't remember what came out last year aside from like Archfire's newest album. I, I just listened to things from so many different different time periods that it just kind of like okay what what actually came out in 2021. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh yeah, Harmony House was also a good one. I still haven't what or listened to Saskatchewan Delphia. Oh right right right. Uh, 2021. Um. Yeah, Archspire's Bleed the Future was a good was a fucking banger. Uh oh yeah, wait, you mean Mount Golden Mouth of Ruin or Oh wait, that's not it. No, no the album's called Bleed the yeah, Future. Yeah, right. Um Sw Swallow the Sun's Moonflowers was also up there. That was actually that was also very good. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if um Wilderun's album came out last year for sure. But that was a really good fucking album too. Um Fuck, I'm having a hard time. This the albums from this year. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Aside from that, like which albums came out this year? But nah, that's fine. Um, wait, unless that unless that was, was it 2021 or 2020? Oh, um, Halloween self-titled. Oh, they put a self-titled album last year. Yes, that's dope. <laughs> and it was a it was fucking incredible. That 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 might be my album of the year, honestly. Well, I got a. What was it called? Halloween. Yeah, do you know Halloween, Caleb? Uh, no. Halloween self-titled. So Halloween were a band that formed in Germany in the early 1980s. And they kind of... Um, they listened to what Iron Maiden and Metallica bands like that were doing. And they did their own thing with it. By that I mean they got really high and played it too. Because their stuff is like... It's like Iron Maiden if Iron Maiden were on fucking speed. Like, it's faster... It's more ridiculous. It's more fantastical, kind of nerdy sounding. But then, and then, like, their their main guy, Kai Hansen, he was, he, the, the names will be a bit relevant, I'll, I'll, I'll remind. Um, he was the main the main guitarist and the vocalist. So he, he did their first album, but then he was having a hard time focusing, like, doing both. And so they got a new singer named Michael Kiesk, who was 18 at the time. Oh, and wow. this guy was like Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden, only he could go, he, he could go fucking higher. Hmm. And so, so they, they released two albums with him, pretty much defining the power metal genre, Keeper of the Seven Keys, which are, they're, they're, I've listened to them both multiple times since the, since the new one came out, and they are still classics to this fucking day. If you haven't listened to either of the Keeper albums, they are definitely, they're consistent, they're consistently entertaining, they're kind of hilarious sometimes, it's just, just a one-of-a-kind style that started a fucking genre. Like, like, like we wouldn't have power metal the same way as it was without those records and then infighting caused michael kiss to leave and, and kai hansen left as well 
So Halloween kind of spiraled for a bit until they got their new vocalist, Andy Darris, who's pretty fucking good, too. And since they got him, they've been releasing solid records pretty much back-to-back. -back. But then, in and Kai Hansen, the original guy, went off and formed his own band, Gamma Ray, who might even be better. But that's a topic for another, that's a topic for another time. But going back to the 2021 release. So, for the 2021 album, Kai Hansen and Michael Kasich are back on board along with their normal five-member lineup. So you have three guitarists and three vocalists <laughs> in a power oh, metal wow. album where oh, people wow. know how to use music and know how to write melodies. Let that sink in for a moment. Oh, that sounds cool. It's fucking awesome. I don't need to say any more than that. It's, it's fucking 11 and a half, I think 11 or 12 songs long with, with a couple bonus tracks. The last song, Skyfall, is probably my favorite song of the entire year. It's this crazy 12-minute epic about an alien who falls to Earth and and ever, and them trying to find where his home was. It's absolutely insane. It shouldn't be as good as it is, but fuck it, it's power metal. You have to give that a shot. Just uh, save the album here. Halloween. Hmm. Yeah, I never heard of that band. Interesting. And also, look at the album cover. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so the cool, thing, the cool thing about that cover is that if you look at the cover to Walls of Jericho and Keeper of the Seven Keys... Those three characters on there are all characters from past album covers. That's amazing. I just realized that. I was like, so like you know, that's why they're they're like you know they're um bringing back the like like the uh, the ones from for the covers from the eras where those guys were the vocalists, and now they're because they're back now too. That is that is amazing. But yeah, it's fucking awesome. Thank you. Uh, I think that answers my question. So, and also, I, I would talk more about our Spires album, but the last time I played it, the, the thing gave me a fucking concussion. So I'll go back to it. <laughs> That's fair. We'll we'll we will get back to that one at some point. I can know that. Caleb, let's. I'll, we'll we'll sort of go off topic a bit. Go back to topic in a second. But you wanted to bring something up, so let's. I'll give you your chance. No, oh, if you got if you still have more music stuff, you can keep going on that for a while. Because yeah, this will completely spiral off. So. <laughs> That's totally fine. So yeah, okay. So, yeah, but, um, okay. The next thing, the next thing I had written down was, uh, well, let's yeah, let's go back to, uh, let's go back to what Johnny said this afternoon. Johnny, what were you going to talk to me about? Uh, uh, what's their names again? Nickelback. Oh God. You were you were onto something. I was. Well, you were going to talk about Nickelback, and I was like, before you do that, I got to go to the gym. Oh, I, I remember now. We're we're talking about lyrics and song meanings and shit. And I was just discussing why Nickelback annoyed me. Well, okay, there's more than one reason. <laughs> but one of the thing one of the things that even if you kind of like Nickelback, one of the things I can kind of throw at you is and Chad Kroger's admitted it, so I don't feel so alike. It's not really it's not really surprising. But it just, you can tell how fucking fake it is. Oh boy. Well, I'm serious. Think about it. Like, like think, about, think about all the songs that get popular that ever get mainstream exposure. What are they typically about? They're usually mindless fuck songs, mindless party songs, mindless bad boy songs, or, or they're like, oh, you know, like a sentimental ballad, or they're a sentimental we're in this together kind of song. Like, a good 80% of the time, I mean, you have your outliers, you have, you have your Enter Sandmans, you have your Smells Like Teen Spirits, you have your Tom Sawyers, your, your fucking, um, but you know what I mean, though. 
And I look at every single song on Nickelback Rising every, every fucking album. There's a photograph. There's an animals. There's a burn it to the ground. There's a uh, something in your mouth. Dear God. Um, there's a there's a how you remind me. There's a this means war. You know. There's a fucking we're in this together. He fucking said it himself. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> Wasn't that one of their comeback songs? Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. So. That's my problem, you know? If they were like a Motley crew and they just wrote dumb fuck songs, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But it's just, it's just so obvious that they're just totally trying to write, write what makes them popular. Yeah. And the second, the thing, the only thing that annoys me more about them, here we go, is that they could actually write good music. There, there, there's a video where Metallica, where Nickelback does, does a cover of Metallica's Four Horsemen from their first album. And damn. They could do it. Hmm. They could absolutely do it if they wanted to. Keywords, if they wanted to. Yeah, I think they have an okay sound, but yeah, you can completely feel like the just blandness, just lack of creativity going on all over the place. Well, and like, you listen to their older stuff. No, sorry, their, their new stuff. I heard on their new album, they kind of riffed like Pantera at times, and I was like, okay. And yeah. Nickelback could riff like Pantera if they wanted to. Keyword being if. <laughs> hey, maybe it wouldn't sell as well, you know. It's all about the uh, it's all about the money, the green. Yep. And Chad Kroger's admitted he's all about the money, so power to him, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oof. Man, that, that I could I could see why that like angers you, gets you, uh, riles you up a bit, just because like they actually have the talent there, but they choose to, uh, they choose to spend their 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 talent in a different direction well yeah like, I, I don't even know what acdc's motive is but they keep releasing the same shit over and over again too that was such a good album last year that's all i'm gonna say of course it was wow. it, it was it was the acdc album didn't even know they had one out last year yeah they did it was gotta find it when was it akadaka power up or something yeah power up yeah power up hmm. hey man it was it was something that we needed we, we needed it at that moment so I'm I'm grateful for it. Could you have not just spun back in black again? You probably could, but it was back in black, but probably 2020 edition. So back in black, basically. But again, 2020 okay. edition. So back in black, re-release. So what do you mean by 2020 edition? Like, um, just that it came out, or like they re-recorded it years later? Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that it felt more like you know appropriate to the times or something. Uh it was like the album that we needed, but instead you're just saying Probably not. It's just yeah, it's but it's the black album or back in black, excuse me, back in black, but like they re-recorded it in like 2012. Oh, okay, but but to to be fair though, at this point, do we ever expect ACDC to do anything other than being ACDC? No, just they're still releasing albums. I didn't even know they were still releasing albums, so, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Any uh, any pointers or any anything you want to say about uh, Nickelback there, Caleb? Uh, no, I I personally don't care that much. You know, they want to be sellouts. That's fine. <laughs> well, they want to be rock stars, not sellouts. They have an okay sound. They have an okay sound, <laughs> and every now and again, I don't mind hearing it, but never a band that I would ever pay much attention to. But I don't hate them like a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, Chad Kroger was just sick of standing in line at clubs and never get it. <laughs> It was the bottom of the ninth, and he was just never going to win. Well, Isaac, wasn't that in that uh, bonus that I released recently? Didn't yes, he he made allu- he made allusions to that. 
<laughs> yeah, and he kept trying to egg me on to say something like that. His life just hadn't turned out the way he wanted it to be. Are you asking me to burn it to the ground? Maybe. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's that is one of the best. Like, I, was it a raw intro? Uh, what? Yes, it was. It was a. It was an intro to Raw. I, I remember back in the day, uh, WWE. What are we talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like. What are you I'm pretty sure it was a Raw intro, unless it was a SmackDown intro. I don't remember. Like that, the one that would always open SmackDown up. Might have been Raw. Instead. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Raw. But, but that song was everywhere. It pretty much is. I mean, they have a Canucks game for Pit's sake. Oh, wow. Well, kind of makes sense. Okay, here's here's here. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. It was catchy. <laughs> Not saying it isn't. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go in one of one of somebody's truck here. We're all gonna get together. We're gonna get in somebody's truck. We're gonna drive around Absurd and we're gonna like wait and go look around for a Ferrari. Hopefully he's got the top down. We're gonna see him. We're gonna get in the next lane or the lane next to him. Hopefully like he's on the the uh, the cruise uh, the cruising cruising lane. We're in the passing lane, and Johnny and I are like the uh, in the passenger side. Uh, of like the front and the back and then i have uh, uh well uh, you, you'll see what i mean i um i roll down the window first and then i say hey hey chad groger try to get his attention and whatnot and then i p pull out like a, a photograph i'm like look at this draft on a photograph yeah i'm sure he just roll his eyes like oh i haven't heard that one before a million times and then after that, Johnny can like go off and 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 swear at him and you know say anything else. And then oh. after that, I'll I'll come back out and just have my bare butt cheeks like you know spitting right in his oh face. Oh my god! Call the police. Okay. And rightfully so. <laughs> Let me make myself perfectly crystal fucking clear. Setting the record straight. <laughs> I don't hate Chad Kroger. Okay. You know what? I can kind of respect the fact that he's played the entire fucking world into buying his shitty music. That's fair. I can kind of respect that. I, I really kind of... I, it's a respect that I hate, but it's a respect that I have nonetheless. And I sure as fuck am not going to waste my time, Isaac, driving around fucking Abbotsford. Never mind looking, never mind looking for Ch uh, Chad goddamn Kroger. Thank you very much. Yeah, when I lived out there, you didn't have to look for him. I'd see him you know, every now and again. You serious? Yeah, that's funny actually. <laughs> Be riding around, speeding with his music playing really loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not gonna be hard to find him. We just like wait a. Wait. Okay. Hold, 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 hold. I have a question. I have a question. What does he listen to? <laughs> um, his own music. That's a good question. I I feel like it was metal, but I don't remember what kind of metal. Definitely much harder than his music. Oh, you know what? It was, it was probably Pantera. <laughs> probably, probably Pantera. Pantera. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny thing though. Funny story. Um. So so my cousin. Uh, he was in a band for quite a long time in the Vancouver kind of area, right? Uh, he, I mean, he was on Maple Ridge, but he, he played shows in Vancouver and kind of around here. Yeah, the usual thing. And he had a his buddy was a friend of Chad Kroger's. And he told me, Chad Kroger and Dimebag Daryl from Pantera were actually pretty good friends. Oh, that's interesting. Of course, we all, of course, we, we all know Dimebag Daryl is kind of, you know, not alive anymore at this point. Rip brother. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly, rip, rip brother. But, um interesting thing was Dimebag taught Chad Kroger that Dimebag squeal you know like how like how he could just get the guitar to just like scream the way he did he taught that Chad Kroger before he passed before he was shot on stage so I just think it's really interesting that Chad Kroger is obviously kind of good enough to be able to do that but you don't you, you can't really get that from Nickelback's recording hmm funny that <laughs> 
Well, again, just the laziness, you know. Is he still their songwriter and her producer? Jack Roger? Yeah. Probably. Okay. I couldn't look it up. Well, actually, maybe. Uh, if you do, I don't care. Yeah, you don't know what am I saying. <laughs> Basically, our, our advice, everybody, go listen to Devin Townsend. Well, I mean, but that, that goes without fucking saying, Isaac. <laughs> you should, you're listening to Devin Townsend already. You should be doing it already. Yeah, that's all I'll say on that part. Um, yeah. Let's see. Next. Uh, Wait, there's, there's, there's more. Oh, there's plenty more. Don't worry. I got a, I got a list. Uh, oh, oh yeah, right. This guy keeps track. I, I keep track. I, I, I'm sorry, everyone. I forgot. Isaac keeps track. Yeah, this My is bad. this is one you haven't mentioned on the on on on, on any of our podcasts yet, uh, uh -huh. any of our episodes. I didn't mention Nickelback either. What's your point? That's fair. Uh, well, that was only because I wanted to finish the conversation from this afternoon. Oh. Uh, okay. Johnny, mm -hmm. what do you think of Imagine Dragons? Okay, are you just are you, are you just saying things that you know will just piss me off? I think so. I think that's his. It sounds it sounds like I'm just being trolled here. And yeah. I, and I, I I kind of resent that. No, because Caleb doesn't know what you think about Imagine Dragons, and he'd like to certainly know. I'm sure I can assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly how. Okay, well, you know what? I'm just gonna make this easy for everybody. Do you remember what Caleb said about overproduced? Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah, and that can really be obnoxious super obnoxious well and like even if you don't hate imagine dragons just just level with me for a minute how are they a band <laughs> no no I, I'm, I'm serious i'm not even being a dick right now i don't i listen to their songs i don't hear live drums i don't hear a bass i don't hear a guitar uh, i debatably even hear keyboards the rest of it's fucking electronics they, they just sound like 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 what's the vocalist name again dan reynolds is, is that it no clue for me is that his <laughs> name yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> if, we, if we're gonna name drop, I'm gonna be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just gotta get it right. Uh, Daniel Sermon? No, that's guitarist. Dan Reynolds. That's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dan. It's, it's Dan Reynolds and like. Oh yeah. There you go, Dan Reynolds. Yeah. Look, even on the fucking, even on the goddamn Wikipedia, pop rock, indie pop. Okay. Okay. Pop. Okay. Yeah. Indie pop, electro pop. Yeah. Okay. That's more. That's more fitting. But anyway, they they just don't really sound like a band so much as they, they do like um, a plain drum beat with rather featureless instrumentals shined up and spiced up by production and that's kind of what you're hearing. <sighs> you know, like I I don't know about the rest of y'all. That's how I that's how I feel whenever I listen to this song. And also and also the, the lyrics. Can we just talk about the lyrics for a minute, please? Um Jeez. Uh, what the? F and this wouldn't. This, this, this doesn't actually piss me off. This is this is just a point of contention that I find fucking funny. So, I, I remember when that when that song "Demons" first came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's so deep." I'm like, "How's it deep?" He's just saying he has demons. <laughs> we we all do. What what's deep about that? People like that. They're like, "Hey, that feels like me." It is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were a vague, unrefined piece of garbage who doesn't look in, who, who doesn't look internally. Sure. Hey, people don't like self-reflection, you know. They like to listen to songs. I know. I'm bitching them. about that. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Isaac. Isaac, you, you've already made me say enough things to get me canceled. What else do you want from me here? Don't worry, I'll get to that in a second. But I actually do have some. Rip oh, Jesus I, 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 do, I do have to rip on this as well because, yeah, I, I sure certainly, I I don't know. I bought into the you know, the hype, but I, I at least bought into Demons. It sounded it was it sounded interesting to me like back in the day. 
but now I'm just like, this is an absolutely awful song. Like this is just like, like <laughs> it's you're, so it's so oh the the. I don't even know what song you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's short. It's only two minutes fifty five seconds. I'm like, nah. There's got to be more is of this. Really? There's yeah. It's only two minutes fifty five seconds. Jesus. Overproduced. He's only doing it. Yeah. The drums yeah, don't sound like they're short. there. They're a machine. But it's really like, at least what what I like first in. <laughs> It's only a fun. It's really funny and random, but like when I first listened to Radioactive back in 2012, when it was <laughs> everywhere, oh, I mean wow. everywhere, yeah. uh, I thought the lyrics were, and I didn't even know it was called Radioactive. I thought it was called Ready to Rock, Dude, because he like the way he slurred it. It's just like the word Radioactive. It sounded to me like Ready to Rock, Dude. Ready to Rock, Dude. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's interesting. And then I like months or years later, I looked it up and it was like called Radioactive. I'm like. Huh, this is not what I heard when he was singing it there. <laughs> Golly, I... Sounds like Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's allowed to do that, all right? He's made so the, many... The difference is Michael Jackson was what was a good artist. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Knew how to make a really good beat and actually produce good stuff. Like, that man was, was good when it came to music. Um, I mean, towards the end of his life, I don't know about that, but that's, that's, that's not for this discussion here. All yeah. I want to say is I absolutely did not like Evolve their... 2017 track or album excuse me which one was that because i i feel like i've seen i feel like i i I heard something around that time frame but it was because my friends and i were sitting in boston pizza having lunch (laughs) and then like the song comes on and we're like this sounds like imagine dragons you think it's imagine dragons and i'm like well it sounds like a faceless pop song yeah so, so it must be and then i remember the music video was playing on a tv and i'm looking at it and like i'm watching it and i'm like what the fuck am i even watching like, like this, this one, this, this is like the, this. I just remember at some point there was a dude swimming through the water, and I just went, like, it's just like even if you you read the lyrics to Radioactive, no, seriously, read the lyrics to Radioactive. Do me a favor. Sure. Like, really have a look at those lyrics. What the fuck do they mean? <laughs> Who even knows? I didn't even realize they sung that song. I paid so little attention to them as a band. To Radioactive. Good call. Good call. Good call. Why do they sound like... No, no, I'm not even going to go there. Forget it. No, no, say it, say it. Say it, bitch, say it. I was going to say, what, do they sound like a knockoff of The Killers? Because that would be a really disrespectful thing to say about The Killers. Really? What do you mean? I, I don't know. Oh, no, I, I think The Killers are a much better band than these guys. Hmm. And, and you know what? Also, and I, I actually don't know if I said this, if I said this uh, to you at some point, Isaac. But my the thing I the, the thing about Magic Dragons that I kind kind of find funny and that I kind of don't hate, well I, I don't hate it I don't really know how to feel about it but I'll just carry on um, is that you know if you were to play me a pop song, if I if I just heard a song, and I didn't know it was Imagine Dragons, I, I, I would kind of like it more. Interesting. However, as soon as I found out it was Imagine Dragons. I kind of start, stopped liking it, and that's just and sure, you know what? You, you could say, "Oh, you just don't like Imagine Dragons," so you're just like, you know, you know, just refusing to like their work. And I can, I can understand that. I, I, I would still fight you on it because of me, but I can understand that. But my main reason for bringing that up is because you listen to Imagine Dragons, and they kind of don't have a consistent sound. Yeah, you brought this up with me, but just say it anyways. Okay, okay, yeah, Demons and Radioactive. In in some ways they sound like the same band, but oh, which one was that? But not quite, not quite as much as you would you would think, you know. Like I've had bands that I I like bands that change their sound, like Devin Townsend's a master of it. 
But Devin Townsend always sounds like Devin Townsend, either through his vocals, through his production, through his guitar playing. You can tell it's fucking Devin Townsend. Imagine Dragons are almost so faceless that they just write, that they just, they just kind of, I don't know. It's just, you, you can't even differentiate it from each, from each other. That's just so strange to me. Do you, you, you guys know what I'm saying about that? I know what you mean. Again, me, yeah, I've, I feel like I barely know any of their songs at all, so I can't comment. Not missing out. There's a lot of uh, songs that I hear on like the radio when I'm driving around. At least I used to when I used to listen to the radio. And so many of them just sounded so bland that I never bothered to figure out who sung them. And Radioactive is one of them. Sounds yeah. the radio up pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I looked at those lyrics. Yeah, complete nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Somebody did it. Nice. Yeah, just wow. Oh. <laughs> complete, complete utter nonsense. Eh? Don't worry. I there's there was a reason I brought this up, like I said before, and why I brought up Evolve. Torture Johnny. No, 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 because I have a, I have a, I have a thing <laughs> with them. <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to do. Um, not what I'm trying to do. You'll certainly, you'll certainly hear Caleb. You'll be in. Uh, uh, Magic Dragons will come up soon. Maybe not soon, but will come up for us in a Transformers film. No, trust me. Oh, really? It's no. uh, and it's there was a song. It's called Battle Cry. Hey, Again. hey, hey! Hang on a minute. What happened to the days when uh, when Lincoln Park had the monopoly on Transformers sound effect music? <laughs> well, do I have to bring up the tragedy? Because I don't want to. Don't know it. Oh, uh, okay. You know what? I I walked into that one. I'll go punish myself. <laughs> no, because I brought it up. And by by the way, that happened way well before like any of before the tragedy. So I don't know. I just when was their last album? I gotta look that up now. I don't even know what tragedy you guys mean. Chester Bennington. Uh not being alive anymore yeah oh okay I, I i could have said that in better terms my bad but their last but one was yeah. one more night okay one more light i'm still i'm terrible for bringing that up though that's that's on me that is not on you sir that's just on me and what happened but what happened not the originally why i was just gonna rant about uh because I, I also got a co rant slightly about it Okay. You know, they're probably okay. Like, people might like... If you like them, that's fine. Whatever. Just... I think there's a lot better out there. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Like like what you like. It's no different than, like, 20, uh, 21 Pilots, where I'm just like, I can't... No. Or Machine Gun Kelly. It's like, those guys are not... They're not alternative. They're not rock. They're just pop, rock, whatever, mixing. It's it's pop plus, like, some rock roots. But not even. It's it's something completely. It's just still pop. Like it'll take trap stuff. And sorry, sorry. I'm I'm confused. So now we have pilots who are who are from the Stone Temple, and now there are also twenty one of them. Yes, twenty one pilots. I'm really fucking confused now. Who the fuck are they? Oh, look them up. I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm not gonna look them up. I only know the name. I've never. I don't know their music at all. I'll just say <laughs> they look like they were rappers who turned to rock. Oh no. Almost. I think I think personally that's that's the and Machine Gun Kelly literally was a rapper and then became a rock artist. Oh, he's not a very good one, but yeah, that's fair. Who's also tied to Transformers just because he's you know in a partnership with Megan Fox oh, right now. Fuck that guy. I don't like <laughs> like like whenever I hear Machine Gun Kelly, I think, oh hey, people are actually educating themselves with history, and then I go, oh, it's just it's just some dumb punk ass kid shit talking Slipknot for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, just the name sounds douchebaggy. And then for some stupid reason, like McGregor, Conor McGregor, and him had beef. Of course, which is... of course, fucking. Well, Conor McGregor will have a beef with anything that, with anything that moves. Basically, so. <laughs> 
I just saw your last fight. I'm just... Okay, sorry, sorry. That's just the first time I've insulted somebody who could literally cave my face in with a single punch. Oh, uh, who knows? I don't know if he can I'm, still walk. I'm, I'm gonna go hide in the bathroom. No, 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 no. no. If yeah, he listens to this podcast. You better watch out. And if he can't walk correctly, still, if he's still got a noodle leg, then you're fine. I saw him break his leg. It's yeah, fine. he hangs out at the bar. Yeah. He comes. He comes to Vancouver all places. I'm like, what the fudge? That that makes no yeah. sense. He loves um, our bar. Yeah. He loves our. Oh, our this bar. Yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Which bar? Th this one. The speakeasy. Yeah, the speakeasy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no shoot. This sucks. Oh. It's okay. Right. It's okay. I just gotta. I just gotta get a dummy with a picture of Khabib's face on it and put it somewhere out and run away and run the opposite direction. I'll, I'll be good. I'll be good. No, no, not just that. Two dummies. One with uh, McGregor. One with uh, yeah, no McGregor. One with Khabib, and then the other with Dustin Poirier. <laughs> that will be fine. Oh, Conor McGregor's gonna kill us. Um, <laughs> probably. I still haven't tried his. I should make both of you guys try his beer. That'd be hilarious, or his whiskey. Well, I, I can't. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drink whiskey. Yeah, you'll, you'll certainly try the whiskey. Okay, what I was saying was, with um, with Imagine Dragon, at least my big beef with them is I have to listen to their like their their like at least their, was it their their um their singles that they put off of Evolve uh in the gym like for probably four years straight <laughs> and it's rotted my brain out and i can't take it anymore it's just believer whatever it takes warriors that's not on this album and then thunder goodness watch oh, the fuck that song watch watch the video to thunder and it's like what it like and i know there's performing there's there's performing dance like performing artists but like Whatever's in that video is not like is is art, but it's too abstract for me, or it's 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 well over my head. Fantastic Planet makes more sense than this. Hey, that movie makes sense. Come on, what do you? Like? I know, same with Angel's Egg, but like the, the video for Thunder makes no sense to me. I I, I don't get it at all, and just their lyrics are. I mean, that's my it's my it's the it's the. Uh, it's my coach's decision to put that on. It's his gym, so he can decide what he wants to put on. But I just got to rant and say, like, these are just—I don't like these songs. I, they're, I could see why he puts them on because they're like—I guess you could think of them as like good pump-up, like workout songs. But I'm like, these are not good pump-up workout songs, personally speaking. Dude, I totally, I totally share that rage. Like, at, like even at my gym, like, and like that. But that's the only thing I don't like about just about just exposure to like public spaces is that the pop music is everywhere and while before you at least got some kind of you know um organic instruments now you fucking don't it's all it's all electronic it's all remixes mm. and i heard one the other day that made me really mad because they remixed rem's losing my religion because of course they, oh, don't, they no. aren't civilized enough to, to listen to another, to another fucking rem song oh no uh into a into an edm song and i'm like how the fuck can you do that it, it, it doesn't fit at all. That's a like it, how, like, it, and, and then uh, and then uh, and then the the freaking verse changes, and it's someone who sounds like Nicki Minaj. I don't know who any rappers are, but I just know, <laughs> but just just know that Nicki Minaj sounds terrible to me. And yeah. Just like this 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 terrible obnoxious rapping, and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? <sighs> yeah. Fair enough. Oh god, I'm so dumb. Also, I'm not trying to say if my if my. Uh, gym teacher ever does listen to this? It's like no, 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 no. You're you have like absolutely great taste in music. I just don't <laughs> like those. The, I, don't, I don't like those ones that you got on the playlist. It was just like I didn't like them to begin with, and I 
you know, I had to listen to them to like almost 4,000 times. And I'm like, yeah, that makes it so much worse. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Given the amount of times I go to that gym, like it's, it's yeah. not even like, I'm not even a lie. Which, okay, well, yeah, you live there. <laughs> well, you know what? Just try fucking working at a, at a banquet hall for like weddings and shit. Oh, then God. you get to hear all the fantastic new pop songs that are out today. Or, you know, uh, any retail job yeah retail yeah yeah especially during christmas you have to listen to christmas crap over and over again yeah but that's that's like old stuff there's no nobody makes new christmas songs anymore they just oh it's keep the same like crap yeah every yeah year. they just say the same thing over and over again but i hate that stuff i've never liked christmas music ever i find it so obnoxious <laughs> i like the melodies but fortunately unfortunately lyrically yeah it gets pretty fucking obnoxious <laughs> and they're just like, so like played. There, there is something about a good christmas like you know you know what's funny Halloween on their first album, and like even like on the second, th second or third records, there are melodies that resemble the ones you hear in Christmas songs, but they're played at like four times the speed and about <laughs> fantastical bullshit, so it's completely okay. <laughs> and so you get the the good it being catchy as shit, minus the the annoying Christmasiness of it. Yeah, and I wouldn't even hate it so much if I didn't work at those stores so many years and have to hear them over and yeah. over again. Just yeah, I could I could live happy i feel for you everybody in retail i'm so sorry never happened to hear them again yeah, no. <laughs> i wish yeah that's trash let me see here yeah all i can say is um i want more winter music and not christmas music yes well there's there, there's plenty of that though oh yeah there certainly is and i'll give a few uh i'll give a few shout outs right now of like anything like first off everybody go on like the youtube or whatever i don't know if there's on a playlist somewhere on spotify or whatever crap you use but like there's there's uh like a lot of classical music for winter which not really that but you got basically debussy there you got mozart you got greg you have um greek greg uh massinet greg. uh Saint-Sians, uh schubert grelly yeah vivaldi all those classic guys all those classic guys basically baroque music from from europe that's that's winter music i listened to that like playlist it was fantastic it was phenomenal i love i loved it hmm. like really good in fact here you got since it is winter have at it guys like 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 this one's on me oh you're gonna be playing that in the sound system <laughs> not in the sound system but like right there it's in the chat if anybody wants to listen to it oh <laughs> stupid me okay where i was going with this is my next piece, uh, which do, is kind of tied. Holy shit, he's, he's, he's still going, Caleb. Yeah, yeah. What, what do we do? John, you're going to help me out with this one. Fuck me. Okay. Muse. Oh. Uh -huh. I used to like Muse back in the day. Did you now? Do they still make music? <laughs> oh, Muse. I thought, I, th I thought you said news, like... I'm like, well, Russia's being a cock, but aside from that... Yeah. No, Vladimir Putin's being a cock. Touche. Yeah. Um, no, the band Muse. Oh, Muse. Um, yes. We're gonna muse about Muse. Well, Muse were really good at one point. I haven't listened to their newest album, to be fair. I listened to the singles on it, and I was kind of not... Did they come out with a new one? Let me see. Yeah, wow. Yeah, pr pretty recently, yeah. It was really... I, I I heard what I heard the singles on it and I was kind of like yeah not oh yeah, this is exactly what I was about to like complain about <laughs> there you go so yeah there was a time 
And, and you know, I, I just want to be clear on this. When I, I, I had a good buddy of mine over last week who was pretty up with me in terms of listening to a shit ton of music. And um, he... And then, and then we, the topic of news came up, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, they were so good back in the day when they fucking, when they, uh, like, you know, around, like, Origins of Symmetry and, like, Absolution, he was like, oh, I've heard mm. that before, and I was like, really? If I throw on Origins of Symmetry and that, that, that riff, you know the one, Yep. that, that fucking loud-ass, nasty-as-fuck guitar riff comes in, he's like, this is fucking Muse, and I'm like, yeah, Muse used to kick ass, it is, it's totally true, Muse used to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I actually didn't hate Second Law. You know, it had it was it was better than the album before it. The Resistance, I don't think I, it was too. I don't know. It wasn't. It just kind of wore its influences on its sleeve, opposed to being to being a Muse album. Like you know, uh, Black Holes and Revelations was Muse going kind of poppier, but it worked because it was still undeniably Muse, and it had everything that was good about Muse in it. Such a good album. But then. The Resistance, it kind of felt like they got swallowed by their U2 and Queen aspirations, especially their Queen aspirations, and it didn't have much of a punch. The second Law, it, well, well, and people don't like that album because it was kind of electronic and kind of all over the place. I kind of like that, that they took risks because they came out with some great songs, you know, you know, Supremacy, Panic Station is just fucking hilarious, and I love every second of it. Um, Madness is, I mean, I don't love Madness, but it's it's a well done pop song. It's a well-done pop song by a band who knows what they're doing. And then also, I saw them live on that tour, and they were they put on a fucking great show. What's interesting is then I saw them a few years later after they released Drones, an album I don't like. Well, I, okay, that's not entirely fair. Drones had some absolute fucking bangers on it, like a Dead Inside, Reapers. Reapers especially being one of the best songs Muse has done since Origins of Symmetry came out. like Even if you've written them off completely, check that shit out. <laughs> but, largely, but my problem with drones is, and I, can, I, I don't even have to say it to you, look at the cover. Look at the album cover, and you <laughs> will instantly know what my problem with drones is. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Oh, yeah, I see it. <laughs> yep. It's about as subtle as a goddamn grenade to the face. Wow, I've never heard of it. I think their Uprising song was better than this. Exactly. Uprising did the job, off their weakest album, did the job better than than the, than, than Drones. And the, the problem is, and then, it, if that weren't bad enough, one of the first songs is called Psycho, and it has an absolutely badass riff. The good old, the good old groovy Muse riff that we've been missing. But, it, it's just, the lyrics are so cringe. There are these, like, kind of drill sergeant clips going throughout the album, because, you know, Drones is, Hey, and, and Isaac, Caleb, between the two of you, guess what the album's about. Just guess, based on the cover. Drill Sergeant is the second uh, uh, track, and by the way. What year did it come out? 2015. 2015. Yeah, yeah, that. Fuck Obama? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's about being human drones. Oh. Did, did, did you get it? Did you get that? You see how clever that is? Um, it's not. I don't get it. <laughs> so, so, there's, so there's there's a part in the song, Psycho, where... Where the chorus is, I quote, your ass belongs to me now. Now, imagine that being sung in Matt Bellamy's high falsetto. Oh, golly. How, how convincing does that sound? And, like, you know, Muse could pull it off. When Matt Bellamy gets into it, he can sound completely fucking insane. He just didn't this time. Hmm. It just, it just, like, and then, and then we saw them live, and the energy was just a bit, was quite a bit lower. Oh, that's too bad. Interesting. 
I don't know. What like like they still put on a good show. They were still trying, but it was just kind of like, eh. Dang. And then I didn't even, I didn't even look at simulation theory. I might even I might try and look at it because you know l looking at the cover and the videos and all that, it's kind of kind of reeks of not be not not intentionally, sorry, not wanting you to take it entirely seriously. And I could kind of respect that, so maybe I'll have a look at it and just listen to it for shits and giggles. I don't know, but I, as of now, I haven't checked it out. Oh, which one was it that, like, again, we this was, like, I think it was Pressure from from uh, from Simulation Theory. God, that was another song that was basically put in our, like, you know, gym playlists. <laughs> Golly, I got so sick of that song, like, Sorry, so fast. Which song? Which song? I think Pressure. Oh, I don't listen. To I think it's the third. It's the third. It's the third track. I think it's that one. It's one. It's one of these. But goodness gracious, I got sick of that song. So what? I have a problem with the album cover, uh, or at least this. This reeks of at least to me. This is okay. I <laughs> might as well say it. I'm sorry. I got a rant here. This reeks to me of '80s fetishization, like them going through that <laughs> point of '80s fetishization, like during the new tens, where everything was trying to like just take the 80s and say like hey this was a better time than it is now we're gonna like take it and 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 run with it for a bit and they just fetishize the ever-living flip out of it like any part of me you know what i'm talking about it was everywhere uh at least in north america i don't know about everywhere else but like well, is, they're not from north america but still goodness gracious this ah uh, like it reeks of me uh, blood dragon was better than this hey blood dragon was Heck, great power glove is better than this that's all i'm gonna say Power Glove is better than most things. Yeah, this well, Power Glove and Power Glove are better than both things because there's two different Power Gloves. Touché. Both are better than this. All right, I'm talking about the Australian Power Glove. They make really good songs and albums. That's all I'm going to say. 2043 was amazing, but like, huh. uh, I okay, I, I gotta give. I will give Simulation Theory its dues. I will listen to the whole thing through, and I will come back and and talk about it. And 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 Johnny, you could say the same thing. We could talk about it later on at some point because man alive like i'm not going into it with high expectations so i could be wowed that's that's all i'm gonna say i could be sure. swayed sure absolutely i can have him with anything caleb you want in yeah i was just gonna say i mentioned this to you before isaac where if i just stopped paying attention to a band for a long time i just assumed they broke up for whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> so i stopped listening after uh yeah the resistance i bought that album i was all excited for it, and i was like i missed the mark a bit you know this wasn't quite what i was looking for and i just never paid any attention to muse ever again oh after that goodness. so i thought they broke up years ago for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, fair enough no idea no idea about any of these albums yeah, but, okay i will say caleb you can listen to panic station and reapers and just call it a day sure because panic station is like and, and isaac i get you on the whole 80s fetishization thing i get you because because we've been seeing way too much of the 80s in new series and reboots. Like, you know, Stranger Things was, was, was 80s. I'm looking at you, Stranger Things. Inspi inspired. There was also fucking uh, yeah, all the it. new Halloween reboots, all the slasher reboots. The 80s are fucking everywhere. So I totally, I totally agree with you on that. But at the same time, we got Panic Station out of it. That's fair. And to me, that's kind of worth it because that song kicks ass. See, that was okay. I'll give this. This, this was before. This was in 2012, right? This was before, uh, like the fetishization. I think started, at least, like, because 
I, okay, I'm not saying okay, like yeah, yeah, I'm not saying fair. Muse is the problem. No, 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 no. It's just like I used Muse because they because you literally look at simulation theory and it's like 80s right there. There was a lot of things that it was pop culture that took the whole 80s thing and fetishizes it, and it was like it has to be everywhere. And it's, I'm I just I don't mean just in like in music. I mean like video games and in uh, movies, t television shows. That's what I mean. Okay, that's that, that's all I mean. And obviously. There were like like i said blood dragon was a, a very good example of it being done right same thing with other games so i'm not gonna throw everything bad but i just sometimes they, they just went over some people and creators went over overdid it with that and drones by the way caleb like reapers is in the album drones if you're wondering just to oh okay. well, you can just search the song up so not, not that it really matters <sighs> uh what was some somebody gonna say something I've, i'm sorry i feel like i interrupted them no oh, no you uh th th that was a good uh good wrap up yeah of that at least yeah good wrap up there man okay uh you know i think i'll save the anything else for later okay because now i want to hear what caleb has to say so caleb off topic no more music for now at least what's your topic yeah. what do you what do you have to say i want to hear this yeah, I had two things. One of them is somewhat inside baseball, but I decided to include it just for fun. But let's hear it. I'll do the other one first, actually. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So I just wanted to mention to you because I finished. Um, I told you last time we talked that I watched Godzilla twenty fourteen. Yes, mm. you did. That's correct. Yeah, and I revisited that, and I was like, you know what? I've got the four K for uh, um, King of the Monsters. Maybe I'll watch that. And then I end up picking up the the UHD disc for. Godzilla vs. Kong as well. Nice. Gotta do that soon. So I ended up watching all three of those. And I've my opinions have definitely altered for Godzilla vs. Kong. Ooh, okay. Okay. You know, I now think that that's the best of those uh, four movies. I'm sorry. The best over King Skull Island? Oh! <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I do like it more than Skull Island. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, you can say that with a straight face. Yeah, I, I think they just... They got Godzilla down in a way that I really liked. He's such a fucker. The way that I love Godzilla. <laughs> We're just a big asshole. He will <laughs> totally kick the dog, basically. I love at the end. Uh, Johnny, do you, do you have any interest if I spoil? Because I'm assuming you haven't seen that. Go for it. I love when, after they're done with their whole big battle, and all he needs from Kong is just like the kind of nod that, okay, I'm the, the top dog. And then as they, he walks away and they do the rage shot and he's like smiling, he's like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that's so great. <laughs> oh, yes. Wait, like, I'll say this, Johnny, like any of those American. OK, save for obviously Roland Emmerich's Godzilla. Uh, any of the most recent like Godzilla Kong films in their, you know, monster verse that Warner Brothers put out. Watch them. They're much. I even say Kong's Island, much better than any like like Michael Bay's Transformers film like way better than that and also probably better than um, what was that film uh, uh, that had two other series afterwards or two other entries in it Cloverfield that's what it is yeah better than Cloverfield no. oh really yeah that's what, well I don't know man having not seen either or any of them well, well okay that's well <laughs> biased <laughs> well problematic well you haven't seen any of you haven't seen Cloverfield? Or... No, of course not. Well, 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 the first one's okay. What do you mean, like, of course not? <laughs> Why wouldn't you have seen them? Well, well, the first one's, like, okay. But you know then, who like, made it? Ten Cloverfield Lane's fantastic. Okay, maybe not Maybe not Matt Reeves. I'm not going to... Matt Reeves Yeah, what awesome. do you got something against Matt Reeves? What? It's the producer I have a, you know, problem with. You had a problem with him back in 2008? When Cloverfield came out? 
Wait, is it Matt Reeves? Uh, the, the, yeah, Matt Reeves made the first Cloverfield, and then, yeah, Abrams produced No, 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 but the producer. Yeah, Abrams produced it, but you had a problem back in 08? Well, it's just the whole mystery plot thing. Or mystery box, excuse me. Mystery box. But I'm just surprised you would have had that. I guess, were you just not going to the theater much back then? Because that was a huge movie. I feel like no, I, I just, nowadays, nowadays I blacklist it because of, you know, if it's got Abrams in it, then it's like mystery box. And I'm like, no, mystery box. No, mystery box. JJ Abrams? Do you, uh, do you blacklist Mission Impossible 3? Absolutely not. Even though it's like not one I haven't seen the least. Just going, it's just getting aggressive here. <laughs> and I still do want to see Overlord. Even though, because it's just Wolfenstein the movie. Yeah, Overlord was okay. It was okay. And or like Call of Duty Zombies, the movie. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. Zotsy Nombies? No, Zotsy Nombies, there you go. I, I wish it was that. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't believe I, I agreed with you on that, and that was great. Um, did you have any, um, did you have any things about King of the Monsters, by the way? Was there any, like, differing opinions of that, or is it still, like, the weakest of all, like, four of these films? Oh, it's solidified. It's, I really, really don't like it. Yeah. Oh, golly. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I think it's actually kind of terrible, and I was so pissed how, um, because I, I kept marveling when we talked about Godzilla 2014, how brilliant the, uh, the audio track was. Yes. Yeah, King of the Monsters, much inferior in terms of the audio track, and the picture quality, I mean, it was a 2K one that they just remastered in 4K. It was never going to look great. Oof. But it really looks bad, so I was like, wow, I kind of just wish I stuck with the Blu-ray because this is not worth it. <laughs> and so many of the uh, fight scenes are like just covered in this like like haze everywhere of like smoke and dust and it's just completely obnoxious. I mean, okay, the Rodan fight kind of makes sense. So I thought that was a shame. I, I liked Michael Doherty and I was looking forward to see what he was going to do with it. Yeah, but no, he did not, did not deliver. So. Oof, fair enough. Too bad for him. So what's That's, your order currently of all four of these? Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Kong Skull Island, uh, 2014, Chasm, King of the Monsters. <laughs> chasm? A big drop. Big drop. Oh, you mean a chasm. Okay, that's okay. I see your point. Yes. <laughs> and also the unreleased Apple TV show. Yeah, which you also said that you're not going to watch, right? Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Mad. It's only... <laughs> You said you refused to watch it because of uh... Isaac Smash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just uh... okay. If I only go into it thinking that I wanna, I, I will pay for this only because I want to watch. Okay. There's there's only two things on Apple TV that I probably care about. Like legit two things. This upcoming, you know, Godzilla film or sorry, Godzilla or MonsterVerse show, which may or may not have Godzilla or Kong in it. I again, I hope they make another film of that. That would be nice. I don't know of what. I think they've used every idea out there, but probably not. Well, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't think the well is dry up yet. And two, this is what works me even more, is the uh, Charles Schultz's Peanuts. Uh, all their catalogs and some two new product or two new series, not not series, but projects have been acquired by Apple TV uh, to show all the peanuts like Charlie Brown and, and, and Lucy and Linus and all those guys. They are now oh, wow. under Apple TV, which irks me to death. I'm like, this is nonsense. Oh, that was a good act. But whatever it is, it is what it is. That's a really good purchase. I, it, it certainly is. It would, it would certainly want, you know, want me to like give them their money, but I'm like, yeah. hmm. so help me goodness. If the next like peanuts film, if they ever make it like another one, which I hope they would. Cause that last one was great. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Do, like do not do not put it on as an Apple TV exclusive. As in, like, it can't be put on, like, DVD slash home video or go on any other streaming services. Do not. Or else I'll do nothing at all because I have no influence on that company whatsoever. Yeah, that's the only thing that pisses me off. I know that some people have, like, moral issues about getting Amazon Prime or Apple TV. That stuff, to me, I, I don't feel like it's a drop in the water. It doesn't really matter to me. But the fact that they, like, hold on to those things and refuse to release them just pisses me off. Especially the Godzilla animes. It's like, fuck you, Netflix, you douchebags. You canceled Dark Crystal Age Resistance. Oh, yeah. You motherfuckers. Now you're stealing my Godzilla. So You also let, like... And they canceled Final Space. Oh, darn yeah. you guys for canceling finals but also they, they also canceled something else anybody okay I, I i didn't watch it but like for the oa for the, the oa yeah uh oh yeah no that's fair uh anybody who was into sense eight uh sorry guys but yeah they canceled oh, yeah. that too also the get down for anybody who liked that show they canceled that one and kind of sense it's it's another wachowski's property yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, it's, so it's probably confusing as shit, but, but, but good. Eight individual. I haven't watched it yet. Eight individuals <laughs> are connected by like Mind Link or something like that, and they all like all right. can, can share like their memories or experiences and senses. Hence the title. Um, no way. No way. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, what else is there that was? Can oh yeah, and you somehow let like all the Marvel Netflix series like go get get poor when it came to writing, which is. Maybe that's not on them, but like, and not on. Mar I don't know. That that annoys me. That irks me. But you've saved some series and put them on Netflix instead. I think they saved Constantine, or no, it wasn't Constantine. It was um, uh, what's that guy's name? It was uh, Lucifer? I think you saved Lucifer. Yeah, Arrested Development. I was really happy about the uh, Trailer Park Boys. I was really happy about too at the time. Yeah, that's true. Although I never really watched what they did with it. <laughs> <laughs> and fair enough. I watched season eight and I was like, ah, it doesn't have the same spark. Yeah, I just never went back. So, oh, I forgot to ask. Like if, uh, before, that's what I was gonna ask. Was if uh, so with the musician? Is it similar with the musician where like if you think somebody hasn't directed something in a long time, you just think they died, or they yeah, acted either? I do died. that. <laughs> I, I constantly think that with old directors. I'm like, oh, they're still alive. I've heard about them for years. I thought they were dead. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> I guess nobody can retire in my mind. They just die. Oh or... my goodness. I'll break up <laughs> a symbolic of, of of pop culture as well oh. I from that guy in a while he's basically dead <laughs> i guess yeah. he's canceled or something didn't we have a couple of those we found on the podcast i'm like what no of course he's dead <laughs> then we found out oh no he's still alive he's around somewhere ah uh, uh johnny give me a director you're like uh is he alive or is, is, is ask caleb if he's alive or not director yeah uh, give me a little director here uh, the guy who did hereditary yeah or yaster oh yeah i'm pretty sure yeah. he's dead it's been uh midnight midsummer <laughs> came out what two, three years ago <laughs> what about midsummer <laughs> yeah that's, that's so long ago i'm pretty sure he's dead <laughs> yeah it's not like there's a freaking <laughs> midsummer discussion on this channel here wait <laughs> Fucking get a load of this guy. <laughs> get a fucking load of this guy. And he was the one that like started. No, no, started. It was our other host. But <laughs> goodness gracious me. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to put out next. Definitely very excited to see that. Yeah, that's true. Has he done? I guess he's done earlier stuff. Eh, like he didn't just do Midsommar or um, Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary was his uh, first film. I'm pretty sure. Are you serious? That's amazing. 
he's just good quality stuff man that's always great when like a director comes out like that and they already they have like a bomb of just like yo good, yo mic dropped it's like wow and then he comes out with another one it's like wow wow keep working with a24 they got really good quality control they have a lot of good producers behind them i yeah you're not wrong on that oh but yeah uh, yeah i guess um yeah what's your second topic of discussion so it's funny that you had that you invite Johnny on for this one because this is actually gonna somewhat reference him. Oof. So I was gonna say, uh, getting referenced. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, a little while ago I was going through one of my uh, randomizer lists and updating it, and I realized that oh, I made a big randomizer thing for our video game retrospective, and I was like, oh, you know, it's been kind of halted for a while. We have so many of those fucking Resident Evil movies to do. I was like, maybe on the show I should just me and Isaac randomize and pick a new franchise of uh, video game movies just go through them just the two of us or waiting to uh but i didn't include the ones that we're going to do with johnny so i didn't include silent hill or um what was the other one i feel like there was another oh uh super mario bros <laughs> oh fuck why would we do that <laughs> it's video games why would we watch the- and sonic it's, a- it's also an abortion <laughs> oh i love that movie by the way i love super mario bros. oh i can't wait for this commentary <laughs> I used to watch you that mean VHS. No, no, it's there's a there's a piece of reality there. I used to watch that VHS over and over as a kid, and for whatever oh reason, I just. Oh my goodness! A piece of, so so it's. I love the weird aesthetic. So 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 you so what you're saying is you must have developed irony at an early age. <laughs> developed a lot in early age. Uh yeah, that's that's likely true. Yeah, I I just always loved the completely bizarre world that it's in, and like this, yeah. But we'll I'll save that for the yeah well, the discussion. If you want to come on. Like, what do you expect them to do if it's not animated? Like, I don't have high hopes for what Illumination's going to do with their version. That's all I'm going to say. Wait, what? You don't know? Yeah, what, what, what'd you say? What, what was the franchise? Oh, oh, Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Wait, do you not know, Johnny? No. The guys behind, the studio behind Minions and Despicable Me no. is, is the one that's making the next, given by, like, yeah, for some Lorax. stupid reason, given, like, yeah, Oh golly! Uh, given the g- keys given to them by Nintendo themselves are gonna be producing and creating a Super Mario Brothers movie, and it's got Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Uh, I mean, I've I've heard worse casting decisions. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm completely neutral. I have no clue what that's gonna look yeah, like. I don't... I don't have a bias against Illumination necessarily. So. Um, no, I, 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 I certainly do. Which movies of theirs have you actually seen, though? Because sometimes I wonder. I wa- <laughs> Okay, so I watched Despicable Me. I thought it was fine at okay at best. Okay, it was. Yeah, it, it seemed okay. Yeah, that was the fine it's movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. I then had to go, and I say when I say had to, I did have to go and watch Minions because it was in the drive-in. Uh, before, like, what I don't remember what the other one was being shown. I think it was either Chappie or something else. No, it was 2015, so it wasn't Chappie at that point. Um, but it was something, into, I don't remember what when it was. But it was Minions, and I, in protest, just sat my camping chair, like, in front, like, behind the screen. So I couldn't see. I could hear everything oh, wow. from, like, all the radios around me. But I refused. I, ref- I think I read a book or something. I refused to, like even watch that film and have like wow. still not like seen much of that film at all. Like I think their animation is completely like lifeless and 
I'm not going to say they steal ideas from each other because then I would go into the whole Pixar DreamWorks debate of like the early aughts, so I'm not going to do that at all. But, but were those the, the two? What do you mean? Just the, the two that you saw by, by their studio? That's pretty much it, yes. So basically one movie, and then you didn't watch the other one. <laughs> well, I was present for it, but like didn't need to because there was nothing really about it that I wanted to watch. Yeah, Hop. They, they made Hop. That was okay. <laughs> Not a good yeah, movie. Yeah, that's fine because there was at least live action in there. The Lorax, I think, was fine. I saw that in the theater. My yeah. sister. There's only the only reason I like watch clips of that is for the memes. Like they're just, it's yeah. such a bad film. It's not that bad. It's fine. It's a disservice to Dr. Seuss. I, I think it is too. Well, Thank you. I'll, I'll give Isaac that one. I I, I agree with unless, you. Unless, unless, unless. At least it's better than that shitty Grinch movie that they made and the shitty Jim Carrey Grinch movie. <laughs> Trash. I think I'd rather watch the cruddy... Or Cat in the Hat. I would rather I watch... Like Jim Carrey. Okay. I, I like the Jim Carrey Grinch movie for Jim Carrey. That's fair. Ooh. Because, he, he, because he, he does a pretty good job in the sense that he's not really limited by the makeup. That's true. Oof. No, I he's, he's still undeniably Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah, but that's bad Jim Carrey, though. That's like way over... No one's controlling him anymore, Jim Carrey, and he's just lost the plot. At least for me. But he still carried that movie. Yes. Eh, <laughs> I can't get there. As much as that movie could be carried. Oh god. He carried it as much as Mike Myers carried Cat in the Hat. No, no, he, no, he, he definitely carried it better than Mike Myers carried Cat in the Hat because no one, because no one was there to carry Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat didn't know what the fuck Cat in the Hat was doing. <laughs> That's fair. I would say this. I'm pretty sure the guy who directed. No, was it him or was the guy? Okay, whoever was the head of. Illumination, I think he had a hand in Horton Here's a Who, because that movie mm. was made by Fox, Blue Sky, who was the same guys who did the Peanuts movie from 2015. So that one was okay. That one was, wasn't terrible. I mean, they, I mean, and also Jim Carrey. Um, not the worst, I'd say. It was an adaptation, and there, it, there was some stuff in there that were kind of of the times, but like of like the aughts, I mean, when it came out. But like, other than that, I think it was. A little more reserved, and I think it was nicer to look at than the Lorax. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, then again, I don't think the animation probably wouldn't. So I don't know. I yeah, I remember not caring much for Horton Hears a Who either. I don't know where I was going with this entire. Oh yeah, basically, I don't have high hopes at all for the Super Mario Brothers movie by Illumination, but for the sake of watching a video game movie, I will watch it. And to be fair, and give it its fair dues, and then give my review. To be fair, I don't feel like you're being very fair to Illumination, too. I mean, you said that you didn't mind Despicable Me, that it was, like, an okay movie. I doesn't mean I would watch it again. I just said this is fine, and that's it. But it sounds like you're, like, writing up the whole studio as if they make nothing but crap, but... But I also like Sing. Have you seen any of their other films? Sing was pretty good. Despicable Me 2 was pretty good. Um, I've seen almost everything they made, actually, <laughs> so... <laughs> Except for The Secret Life of Pets. I didn't watch that. Apparently that was good. But, I heard that was good. But yeah, I heard good things, yeah. I, I planned to see it, I just never got around to it. But yeah, almost everything they've made up. I never watched Minions, though. I just could not. Yeah. But I wouldn't write off the whole studio because of Minions. But It's pretty damning, but yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Fair enough. Because it's, it's pretty damning. <laughs> I, I'm probably alone on this and with everybody else on YouTube who doesn't like them. And just with that, like, minority or whatever you want to call it. And that's where Isaac is happy. Basically, in that sense. <laughs> when he feels like, oh, I have this thing that only I hate and everyone else likes. I'm happy. <laughs> Pretty much. That's Isaac. 
Yeah, I thought Sing. I thought Sing was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Had a, um, what I didn't like is it was kind of like a musical, but it was all like just like pop songs. That's why I didn't even think about it. Because it was like a yeah, like a singing competition, and it was all just whatever the studio I guess had. So that I didn't like. But I liked the characters, and I liked all the performances in it. So, so no, I'm I'm looking forward to there, or at least I'm I'm. Uh, what's the word? Mm. Amicable slash lukewarm. Tentatively looking forward to their Super Mario. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> I'm tentatively nervous for their Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can't be worse than that. Even though I really enjoy that shitty Super Mario Bros. movie, I'm sure it's gonna be a lot better than that. So, okay, I'll give you that one. Anya Taylor Joy's in it too, and uh, who else? Oh, Jack Black. Yeah. I used to like Jack Black. I have no problem with Jack Black. I like Jack Black. Or Black Jack, sorry. Yeah, I used to like him. You used to like him. Have you not listened to uh, Tenacious D anytime soon? Um, not since whenever that movie came out. <laughs> um, when was that? Like 2000? I don't even know. 2008, maybe. Wait, do you think they're still together? That's the question. <laughs> no, they're definitely not together at this point. I think that other guy's dead. Ah ha ha! Ah ha! For you see. Oh wait. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Tribute EP. Never mind. I don't know if that counts. He actually did. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he. No, they just made an album like last year. Oh wow. Oh wow. There you go. Well, yeah. I used to. I mean, I think that show was on HBO. I used to catch their show every now and again. I like that show. Oh, but anyway. Maybe this is not a real album. I have no idea. But anyway, I guess to the point of yeah, why I wanted to bring this up. So, uh, our next retrospective, Isaac. That probably will just be the two of us. What shit is going to come up on the randomizer? We have 29 different uh, series. Yeah, but not all of them. Some of them are just individual movies. Yeah, they're one off, but still, like, we're including them in here because we're not doing this, like, uh, what is it? We're not we're not doing it in chronological order. Yeah, yeah, just doing it in, yeah, retrospectives. And none of them get anywhere near <laughs> as long as uh, Resident Evil. The highest that you'll get is... <laughs> well, I don't even know anything that has six movies. The only thing I could think of is its counter series to me, at least. I know it's not whatever, but I still think the Underworld series yeah. is like connected to that other franchise for some stupid reason. I couldn't tell you why. Yeah, I'm so curious if they're owned by the same studio because whenever one of them so gets resurrected, movies. it's like the next one, the next year comes out. So it's very strange. <laughs> But let's see. What did you have like this own? Did you have? Did you like take Super X and like finick it with it around? No, this one might be worse. Yeah. What I the fuck know. are you talking about? I'm gonna wreck it. Need for Speeds next. Okay. Wow. That one I'm maybe a bit excited for. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fine movie. It's just it's just a bland start. I was expecting some you know fun crap. <sighs> this one, you, you you'll see it. Yeah, it, it is what it is. I've got no complaints necessarily. Okay, but. it's if for anybody who doesn't like it, I'll say this: it's not the Fast and Furious series, and I do like that series. So like, relax. It's trying to be as Need for Speed as it can be. You don't do that in the family. Oh yeah, it's like it's like downbeat and like almost. Um, like more reflective and character driven, but also kind of bland. So <laughs> it's not drive, unfortunately, but it's also like not something Fast and Furious esque. Yeah, let's not bring up drive around it because, yeah, that'll make it much, look much worse. So, <laughs> drive. yeah, there we go. I guess that's that's all I had really because I wanted to. Uh... Did you ever see drive? 
No. Oh wow. It's, uh, you gotta let him drive, dude. It's a very good film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a great film. Yeah. The closest thing I've watched to a movie like that was Baby Driver. <laughs> I've never seen that. Still haven't seen it. It's good. It's really good. This album's great. Like their album is fantastic. Even though it's like just you know a compilation of sixty songs, but even still, it's great. You mean the scout the soundtrack? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Had a bit more substance to it. Yeah, it's I don't know if you remember Caleb. That was by uh, what's his name? Yeah, great. I was supposed to do. Ed, Ed, thank you. Yeah. Who? Uh, cool guy who just came out with uh, what is it? Came out with a movie last year. Yeah. Yeah, last night in Soho. Yeah, he also made the uh, like those um, Simon Pegg movies, um, like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, and uh, mm. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is one of my favorites of his his films. Oh, yeah, Scott. Okay, no. While we're on the topic of Scott Pilgrim, though, I do have to say, have something to say about that guy. Um, Let's hear it. So you know, if you if so, if you were gonna date somebody and they had one evil ex, okay, you you get a mulligan. You know, if they have seven, like, that's a red flag. Get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe she just had bad taste in uh, partners. You know, maybe you're the one who's going to fix fix that for, you know, that kind of uh, mentality. And that is a dangerous thing to walk into right there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, you know, you know, just like, I mean, he's like, oh, well, if you want to date me, you have to fight my seven evil exes. Or I, or I could just like turn around and walk away. Like, I could do that too. Like, what the fuck? To be fair, though, he was kind of desperate. He was, like, dating a teenage, like, high schooler. He's, like, what, like, 25? So, <laughs> what is this, licorice pizza? So he's a loser. You guys get that reference. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> it's a movie that's playing in the theater right now. Licorice pizza with a relationship with a 25-year-old uh, woman and a high schooler. 15-year-old boy. Oh, that's, uh, that sounds uh, rather statutory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's never, it's it's brought up like, oh, isn't it a little weird? But no, it's never really a part of the movie. It's just yeah, very odd. But, hmm. but it was set in the 70s. Thank so. God we live in this time. It's set in the 70s. So maybe maybe you can get away with it back then. Yeah, let's say, uh, Or I guess you could. Uh, let's ask uh, David Bowie if he's still around. He's not. <laughs> uh. Please tell me you knew David Bowie was still was not around. I knew it was just a—he okay. was a minor slap at him. Even though I love Bowie, but yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, no, I, I'm proud of that joke. I like that joke, but like, jeez, <laughs> scaring me there. <laughs> yeah, he's been dead for a long time. Sad. And now his son's a director. Yeah, Duncan Jones. Hopefully, he'll do some more cool stuff. What else has he made, by the way? Because I did like Warcraft, but like, I don't know what else he's made. Oh, have you never heard of uh, Moon? Oh, that's right. He made Moon. I forgot about that. Yeah, Moon, and then um, Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal. That was him, eh? Which is a pretty cool flick. Interesting, yeah. okay. I don't know if he's made anything recently. I know he made that Mute movie. Um, mute, Mute. It was like 2018. I think it was like direct to Netflix or something. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have heard of that. Yeah, it was a it was a, sort, a somewhat sequel to Moon. So, it's kind of going back to his roots. Did you, uh, Johnny, did you ever hear... Or watch, excuse me, the, uh, what is it? Or, or read the Scott Pilgrim comics, I guess? I never read them, no. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I never got a chance to read them. Let's just say, like, I, I know I haven't read, but let's just say at least from what I've, like, rev like seen in, like, review and or what other people talk about them, it's basically, like, 
I think an American doing manga, if that makes any sense. So he's basing it like heavily off well, of manga. I, I watched the movie. I thought it was a Canadian comic, but I've got oh, a, I've got a couple whoops. of them right next to me. Never mind. Well, I'm incorrect on that. Well, anyway, yeah, it's it's basically it's like an American trying to get in like the Japanese tropes, I guess, if that makes any sense. Oh, they do say he's 23 here, so that makes it better that he's you know dating a 16 year old uh, high schooler. So there you go. Oh, sir. Oh, yeah. No, certainly. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's still <laughs> statutory, but yeah. I don't think so in Canada. I think that's perfectly legal, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow <laughs> look at that joke go 16 is the age of consent here so oh sure it is yeah no it's like we still have slavery here what? that got dark yeah i don't even know what the joke yeah, yeah yeah i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> i mean what i said was what i said was factually true i don't know where you're coming from there but no we still have slavery here it's it's it's, it's still a thing uh I, I in canada what? yeah <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That's fair. For the record, I'm not touching that one. Where do you think all the, like, human trafficking goes? Shipping containers. Guess where they're stored? Oh, but I was talking about laws here. This is... <laughs> you're going to a different place. Oh, no, like, okay, obviously... But, okay, but that is certainly against the law, though. Yeah, yes. illegal slavery still exists here. <laughs> well, that's um, Obviously, thing, legal yes. slavery is well, well, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we were confused. What the fuck is... I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> it's going on in your head right now. Yeah, but we're letting it happen, so, like, still... Well, I guess I guess that's fair. I mean, Trudeau with his whole, uh, you know, the missing indigenous woman that he didn't bother. Doing yeah, about, basically, but, that's yeah. slavery right there. Yeah, so like all those things he said he was going to do and then didn't. Eh, that sounds like a politician to me. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> but uh, yeah, Brian Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote these books, is lives in Toronto. So. Okay, so anyway, an American trying to you know rip off from not rip off. Uh, an American trying to, you know, look at mon Japanese comics and be like, all right, I'm going to make like, you know, uh, what was it? Do a love, lo a love letter to these. And so they're over the top, melodramatic, but that's the point. Yeah, and quite fun. And they made a movie. I didn't finish the comics, but they were fun. Yeah, Isaac, did you ever see that movie? Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. It's, it's so funny because a friend of mine keeps telling me that I should, like, I would really like it. But I don't know. It's just like, is what's what's more like a live action anime? I still say Bollywood's more live-action anime, if you ask me, any any Bollywood film. Um, well, like, what's a better live-action? Bollywood is hilarious. Yes. Well, I, I, but it's also very genuine. Like, I, I, I give them high... Pro I think they have a lot more art films than... Not really art films, but a lot more, like, genuine films than some, you know, some, you know, films nowadays in America are. But uh, what's more live-action... Uh, Baby Driver... Baby Driver, sorry. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, or... Uh, Speed Racer? Good question. I have no clue. <laughs> Speed Racer? That's a funny movie. That's a live-action anime. What are you talking about? Yeah, that is a funny movie. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah, and I don't know which one stays closer, honestly. I mean, because that is one of those movies where it's like, let's just take like uh, like direct images and just put into live-action. So, a Speed Racer, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's actually, it's kind of funny to me with, with Scott Pilgrim because I can't, for some reason, my brain connects it with Kick-Ass. Oh. I don't know why. Yeah, I can see it. It's no sense, but they were, they were both, like, at least they're, I don't know about their comics. I have no idea when that Canadian bud uh, released Scott Pilgrim, but, like, I'm pretty sure Mark Millar released Kick-Ass somewhere around that per time period. I don't know when that guy was writing so much stuff like towards the end of the aughts, so I have no clue when he yeah. kick ass. But like, all I can say is for some reason I think of just because 
don't know, they're both wielding a... Both characters are wielding something. I know it's like, one's a sword, the other is like, you know, long Cali sticks. I just... I don't know, I, I just connect the two together. Yeah, and they came out the same year, the movies. 2010. See, I, thought, I thought Pilgrim was 2009, but it was 2010, so for some reason, again... And they're both completely different things. I mean, they're based off of comics, but even still, just... I don't know what to tell you, man. They just they, they my brain like puts two and two together. Yeah, maybe they maybe you're just seeing the ads all over the place around each other. Maybe you went yeah. to a movie in the theater, like played back to back or something. And it's so funny that the next year the girl from uh, Scott Pilgrim is in the thing. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, thing 2011. Uh, I was waiting for that one. Yeah, and she's in Death Proof. Was she yeah. in Death Proof? Yeah, I was a fan of her at the time. Yeah, she's also in. Uh, I was a fan because of Death Proof. I was like, hey, you know this chick, you know this is someone to watch. And then yeah, the thing. She's also in Die Hard Four. I did not see that. Wow. Not a not a bad film. Maybe not the best like Die Hard film, but still like maybe an okay like action film. Mm. A lot better than anything I think Bruce Willis has put out in the most recent memory. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. There's he's in all those direct to video movies now, like Nick Cage. So yeah. Could... When they film him like sitting in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's his career. Whoa! Oh, shit! <laughs> Dang. I mean, hey, fair enough, because at least Nick Cage has come out with some stuff that isn't trash. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The same is true of you and Adam Sandler. Oh, but I guess I can probably turn this recording off here now that, we, now that we've done all the things we're going to do. Pretty much. But, uh, yeah, thanks again, Johnny and Isaac, for coming on here. It was always fun uh, chatting with you, too. Uh... Any, I guess, any last words, Isaac? <laughs> well, how about this, Johnny? You have anything else to say? Sure. <laughs> I wasn't even expecting any of this, but yeah, thanks for. I don't say it enough, but thanks, thanks for having me on again, you guys. It's always fun to talk about shit and butt heads with you guys potentially. So yeah. Absolutely. Go listen to Saint Anger. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. And peace. <laughs>